Hey there, welcome to another episode of The Salty Christian. This is Crystal. I am thrilled today to bring to you an idea of um, being a contradiction. Because um, a lot of times we hear as a church that people don't like the hypocrites that are Christians or claim to be Christians and that we need to be better or more. Um, We can be good people without Jesus and our way is not the best way to live. Like, who are we to actually claim that? And that's really funny to consider because when we look at the church, um, especially in Christ's day, you know, he was basically set up by the church people, the religious people, to um, be killed because he threatened their power. Um, He within their understanding of the law, he broke the law. So, you know, in looking at how Christ went about his life and being a living testimony, he was not about this world. He was not a, um, he didn't build a name for himself. He didn't strive to get recognition. He actually withdrew He knew what the Father had called him to do, and he submitted to that. And because of that, he completed the perfect will of the Father in heaven. And we get to come to the Father because of Christ's sacrifice. So that was hard for him to do. He um, sweat drops of blood in the Garden of Gethsemane, asking the Lord if there's God, Father God, if there's any other way, Please take this cup from me. But not my will, yours be done. And so in walking through that, he submitted and carried his sacrifice for the sake of humanity to be completely restored to the Father God in heaven, to not have a separation there because of our nature. So... Christ is the only perfect one. None, every one of us falls short and we need him. And the thing I love most about the church that I'm a member of uh, that body is that Christ is recognized as the only perfect one. And the expectations are love one another, accept one another where we are and forgive each other when we are hurt because that is unity in Jesus Christ, where we can say, yes, you need him as much as I need him. I walked through this time with my husband where I had to allow him to need Jesus. And I'll tell you how hard it was for me. I was like, you know, I see him the way I see him, of course. And I think he's awesome and capable and um, not perfect, but I really struggled with his shortcomings because I didn't understand them and I didn't really have grace for it. And the Lord sat me down and told me one day, he said, that's my son. 
and I will handle correcting him. Um, so it was very humbling to walk through that moment with the Lord. And I think that that is a problem that the people that don't know him struggle with is that we don't give grace to each other. We don't forgive one another. Um, the scripture says they will know you by your love for one another. And as hard as it was for me to love my husband, I had to really look at my own self and examine where that difficulty was coming from. And I had come up with a few answers, one of which was that he was an idol to me. That role in my life was an idol. And um, I began to look to the Lord less and less and look to my husband for more and more. And so for him to tell me, you know, he needs me as much as you do. And the, the season I had just come through was really one that I had to depend on the Lord for everything to the point where I trusted him. And so when he brought me to uh, the point of confirming that Brian, he would bless that Brian was my husband, um, it was it was another layer of uh, my own faulty beliefs and lenses that I had to go through and um, take a look at and bring before the Lord and submit and repent was not easy. It was not easy at all. That was some serious pride uh, stripping um action going on. So in the outsiders looking in, when they call us a hypocrite, it's like, oh, well, you, you say we need Jesus and you're all religious and you want to judge. It's the judging that, um, and the lack of love and grace and mercy that gets us, um, in these positions um, of not looking like Christ. And um, it's just not attractive at all. And, um, and it's not scriptural at all either. So I'd like to challenge you to examine your life and just open yourself up to the Holy Spirit to speak to you and show you any place where you might be holding people to a standard that is higher than what Christ died for in that you're not willing to let them have any shortcomings. The word says we will go from glory to glory and that we're to live holy lives. So I'm not saying that there shouldn't be accountability and growth. I am saying that you will see fruit in other believers' lives and that we will always be in need of a Savior. With these things in mind, let's work hard, church, to love one another in such a way that surpasses understanding and that other people really long to receive that love because we are meant to be advocates and ambassadors 
of our Lord and Savior Christ Jesus and what he did for us on the cross and that he is alive and he is a good, good, faithful Father in heaven. That we have a helper, the Holy Spirit, so that we can live this way now and that we give the vengeance to the Lord and that we don't create an us versus them or a comparison environment in our homes, our workplace, our community, and especially our churches. So I pray a blessing over you now in Jesus' name. I pray that you will show, will receive the love of the Father through Jesus Christ and his sacrifice and the gift of the Holy Spirit so that you can love unconditionally. And that you can trust that the Lord Jesus Christ will provide all that you need according to his riches and glory. In Jesus' name, I pray. Amen. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast. I truly hope that it blesses you and that you just can't wait to share it with your friends and it blesses them too and on and on. Thank you again. I look forward to uh, our next episode. I plan to post every Thursday. So um, we'll see you then. Take care.